Welcome to Totally Reprised Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. The dark secret this week is we have to talk about Mr. fucking Tajimura more. Yeah. Well, it's not really a dark secret as much as just, like... An uncomfortable truth. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's just a bad scene. Yeah. But not the scene. I mean, like a bad deal. But like right. the scene is bad. But also the whole deal is bad. Yeah, it's a bad scene what because I'm at. yeah, just some just some fun racism in this one. Yeah, that's um, it's always funny when racism happens, right? No. Oh, it's not. Oh, then they're then we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in big trouble. This show's in a lot of trouble. Then it's in a lot of trouble. Um, Luke, what have you been doing otherwise? Oh, I've just been playing uh, a little game called Elden Ring. Yeah. That's that's a good time. I like it. It's a good fucking game. It's a good fucking game. I'm sorry, Ashley. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys in like an hour. Well, no, Ashley, haven't you heard? This is the most accessible Souls game to date. It's super beginner friendly. For sure. Why the fuck are people saying that? They say that about every one of these. Do they? Yeah, um, they, yeah everybody they just wants somebody to play these. Yeah. Like Yeah, like I I have as someone who does not play Dark Souls like games, I, every like one of these someone has gone up, has told me like this one's actually pretty good for newbies. It's All not. the modern FromSoft games are like angry pissy cats that like if you learn to like respect them then their space and kind of like let them get used to you they will come cuddle on your lap but that doesn't mean you can tell a stranger oh yeah this is a super friendly cuddly cat that yeah uh-huh <laughs> like no 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 it's gonna have to get used to you too you're gonna have to just stand in the corner for a while before it stops hissing it does hiss yeah it does hiss at you I, yeah, like, go ahead, someone just today was like, oh, you should try it out just to see if you like this one. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, you do not need to try it out. You have tried them before. This one is the exact fucking same. Yeah, yeah like, you sure, like, there's a point zero zero five percent chance that, like, I, my views and stuff has changed. Right, like, maybe <laughs> you've changed, but it hasn't changed. Yes. But I'm not willing to... Really, just take the time or money to do to if try to figure that to out. Find out if you if your tastes have changed enough that maybe you can like these. Dark Souls One's real cheap, and it's the yeah. It plays ninety percent identically. It's pretty right. much true. Yeah. Please talk about the okay. The game. Yeah. Uh, Molly, what starting gift did you take when you started? 
Uh, stone sword key. Absolutely. You gotta... Yeah. They always put one in there like, hey, this one's so you can get a little bit of trouble. If you want to cause problems for yourself <laughs> on purpose, here you go. You know how many hours the first night I spent getting run over by that fucking chariot? <laughs> yup! <laughs> so, they start you in the game, you get the classic opening cutscene... Where uh, Miyazaki explains to you his new list of guys, as we know. His new list of guys, and also uh, the first flame is about to go out again, but this time it's shaped like a ring. Yeah, this time it's the one ring from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Thanks, George. (laughs) Yeah, they brought George R.R. Martin in to be like, hey, what if like 5% Lord of the Rings in here, though? Like, okay, good. good. Great. Thanks for that, George. Here's a paycheck. (laughs) And then from software is like, I'm going to add a guy called the Poo Poo Man. (laughs) (laughs) The Dung Eater. Yeah, <laughs> and like the way his name gets shouted out, the narrator's so fucking psyched to yell the dung so eater out. Psyched. Like, oh, the the wretched dung eater. <laughs> that opening narration guy is going for it. It's because he starts off so like low and mellow and quiet and like sad, and then he just like slowly gets more amped up as he goes. It's great. It's good. Oh, Elden Ring. Love that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you get done to the tutorial area after that, and there's. I like that they make it optional. Like, hey, you can drop down this hole and do the actual tutorial, or you can just go straight. You know how to play these games. <laughs> I went to the tutorial anyway. I did too, yeah. Which I guess uh, Dark Souls 2 did that too, right? I don't fucking remember. I think it's like you can just walk straight out to Majula, or there's a bunch of side rooms, and like each one has a different like tutorial thing. Oh in it. yes, but there's stuff in there, so I always go in there. There's stuff in there, and also if you go down the wrong corner, you get fucking sat on by an orc. That's so true. <laughs> and then you jump in the gender coffin without knowing what happened. You jump in the gender coffin because you're under like five layers of armor, so it's really hard to tell anything happened. Listen, I, I I definitely jumped in the ginger coffin once or twice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you the stone sword key is like an item you pick up. They're like small keys in Zelda, basically. They just unlock side areas randomly throughout the world, but you use them up when you you know use them. And there's a lock for them. That one of the locks is like right outside the tutorial zone, so you can pop it with that one you got at character creation and. Okay, what's down here? This will be like a fun little bonus thing right after the tutorial. Okay, here's a room full of poison. Had to sprint through that. Now there's a 20-foot tall death trap that tries to run you over. Gotta gotta sprint to get away from that. Oh, and now guys are shooting at me and tripping me up while I get run over by it. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's so much fucking, like... It is just the most concentrated hit of Dark Souls right out of the fucking gate. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's that's pure Dark Souls, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Here you go. You wanted the death trap, idiot. Yep. Here you. All yours. We made it for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I. Well, you also. I always pick the key item from the starting list anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because there's always a type of key. Yeah, there's like, well, there's two items you should that. always take. Uh, one of them. One of them is like, oh, this key opens something somewhere, and the other one is, I don't know what this does, but it probably does something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the the mystery item. Right. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah. Turns out that that ring you could have gotten at the beginning that didn't tell you what it did was the only way you could talk to this NPC thirty hours later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part's not good. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I like it. 
from a regular design standpoint, that's not good. I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, yeah, did you, like, go straight down? Because they kind of tell you where to go in the beginning, but you can ignore them if you want to. Oh, I ignored them. Yeah, yeah, where, where'd you go first? Beach. Yeah, I did not go to the beach. Went to the beach, saw a dragon church, and it was like, hey, if you find some dragons, you could come back here. And I was like, oh, okay, well. Oh, I also found one of those in, uh, Hellworld. Yeah, there, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, because one of the things you can do right near the starting area is there's a little, like, not not even a dungeon. It's like some ruins with a basement. And you go down there and there's a treasure chest. You're like, ooh. And you open it and you just get a, like, pop up. It's just like, ah, oh, caught in a teleporter trap. And then you yep. get warped to a way higher level area. And you can't leave until you find a bonfire. Yep. <laughs> get fucked. Yeah. So, my thing was, instead of, like, again, clearly they want you to find the bonfire and then warp back to safety and just be like, ooh, I'll have to remember that for later. I was like, well, my best chance of finding shit before other people do is if I just hang around in here and just see what I can find. So, I spent a long time just getting my shit wrecked by guys I should not have been fighting. Turns out, uh, unfortunately, also, everyone in the world got tricked by that, except for me. No, sure, I'm just saying most people, like... Ducked the fuck out of there as soon as they were allowed to. Every, half the people I know were like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that sucks. I'm, yeah. I'm over here chilling. Right, right. I'm on the beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, you, you get outside finally in there and like the sky is blood red. It's like, oh no, uh, well, this is bad. Yeah, it's I not a like good this. place to be. And now, I've, now I have the scarlet rot. That seems like a not good thing to have. Yeah. That definitely seems like an old school name for chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then there's like a town of magicians near the swamp, and they're real dicks. Yeah. They just have like really high physical defense, so unless you are also a magician, you cannot fight them. Um, did you uh find the Eye of Sauron yet? I don't think so. Okay, I got attacked by the Eye of Sauron last night. Oh. <laughs> Have you been attacked by one of those fucking... They're on one of the loading screens, the weird robot ladies with, like, the guillotine arms. With the guillotine arms? They're not even guillotine. They're like, um... Like, uh... Like the sort of arc-shaped blades on chains. No. Okay. They're, that they're, sounds sick. Yeah, they're, they're weird, like, they look like cast iron nuns, but they're, like, 12 feet tall, and they have these, yeah, blade arms. What the fuck? And they're on, like, wheels. They're, like, weird magic robots, and I was oh, like... Oh, oh, yes, I have. <laughs> it's so fucking funny when one gets you. <laughs> it sucks. Its, its whole body just opens up, and it's an Iron Maiden in there, and it just scoops you up. I don't have I don't have any extra points in health yet. It sucks <laughs> for me. Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> it's fine. I have I have 30 strength and 30 faith. I don't need anything else. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Can't die if you, you don't got get God hit. and punching on your side. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, no, it's it's a great time. Um I'm glad it has not actually it's it hasn't been that long at all since they've done like a Souls-ish game. It's been kind of a little while since they did a Dark Souls, and it's uh, it's, it's nice to be back. Yeah, 
Sekiro is really good, but it's not. I fucking love Sekiro. But you know, it's it's not the same thing. It's not quite the same thing. It's got a lot in common, but you know, but it's not the same thing. Uh, did you find the item that gives you health back when you get a uh, backstab yet? No, I want it so bad. <laughs> I can I can point you in that direction. Mm, I might have to take you, you up want, on that. Yeah, because it's really important. <laughs> I'm like it I'm is torn game between like no no no. I just want to explore this world on my own, see where it takes me, and also I want that fucking backstab heal. Yeah, it's it is also uh, when you st- uh, stance break somebody heal. Uh. Yeah, it's it's any crit. So if you parry, you get a heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's sick. I fucking love that. Now, when you break an enemy's poise, you can crit them. Yes, it's so good. It's thank you for letting strength builds have fun for once. Yeah, for once, you fuckers. <laughs> um, it's great because then also, um, I also found the same item, but for magic. <laughs> oh, great! Terrific. Yeah, so I'm I'm just going ape shit. I could do whatever I want. I don't care anymore. <laughs> this uh, for whatever reason, the two fist weapons I found both require high faith, so I could throw a laser if I wanted to. Sure, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I think I found the spear version of the the holy fist weapon you have. Oh, the um, wait, the scyther or spear? Spear. Oh. At least it, it's like like made out of like divine words or some shit. Oh, that's yeah. sick! No, yeah. I didn't even know that was in there. Yeah, I do not have enough Damn. faith or dex to use it. Damn. Yeah, a lot of a lot of faith weapons in this game. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe uh, I just feel bummed because I haven't found a strength fist yet at all. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Could be that. It's uh it's a great time. I fucking I love Godric the Grafted. He's such a stupid character. He's a stupid character. You are you are enamored with this man. I fucking love him. He's <laughs> just a big dumb guy who's like, I will be the greatest lord because I have more arms. <laughs> he does he does just sew arms to his body and go, I'm stronger now. <laughs> he does. And- during your boss fight, when you get him to half health, he's like, ah, shit, I need better arms. Yeah, I need a better arm. What if one of my arms was a dragon? That might be good. It's pretty smart. It's pretty smart. Uh, yeah, having, having a great time. I feel it's tough because, like, on one hand, I want to, like, gush about it. On the other hand, like, because it's so open, it's very easy, like... You know, I'm gonna put like kind of just like a yeah, 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 a vague spoiler warning over all and Elden I mean, Ring talk. Yeah. I, it's a huge fucking game. Molly's played way more than me, and I don't even think she's that deep into it. I'm not. I've only killed two of the main bosses. There's like six, and I think there's probably more stuff than that. Yeah, because if you talk to the guy in the the keep, he's like, we know about six. Yeah. So, uh, it could get fucked up out there. I have no also, idea. Also, none of those six are the guys they talk about in the list of guys, so... Uh, for what it's worth, I found the Dung Eater, and I can't fight him. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's He's busy eating Dunk. <laughs> he, he is mostly being emo. Sure. He's mostly the, just sad, because he I think the lady poop. that hugs you might also be one of the guys from the beginning. Maybe. I don't the, know. Like, the deathbed maiden or whatever. I uh I can't tell you what's going on in my in my Knights of the Round Table thing because it's fucked up in there. Yeah, 
Oh, it's it's fucked up in there, Luke. <laughs> it seems like it's kind of fucked up everywhere. Yeah. It is, but it got way worse. I was thinking the when I was in there, like twenty minutes before we started, like, man, this is. I am just watching the new list of guys being written in here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a new list of guys. Um, did you get the spirit tuning? Uh, I've like rescued the girl who does it, but she hasn't given me the option to do it yet. Okay, you should um you should just talk to her because I think she just shows up at the keep after that. Yeah, yeah, she's there. Maybe I just need to keep talking to her. To, yeah, to I would to, I would talk yeah. to the NPCs at the keep is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I thought I exhausted her dialogue, but I must not have. Um, yeah, because also in addition to being Dark Souls, there's like like ten percent Pokemon in there too. A little bit. You can summon guys. I just got a jellyfish buddy who makes every boss way fucking easier. Yeah, I have um, two skeletons. Yeah. And they function like skeletons in that if the boss doesn't hit them after they lose their health, they just get back up. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's kind of broken. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, it's really cool. The jellyfish just has a ton of HP and shoots uh, poison. So over time, it will I mean, take a bunch of hits too. for you yeah. and also poison the boss. Yes. Uh, it's a good time. I also just got... I haven't tested it yet, so I don't know what they do, but I think... I, I found a dungeon that was, like, a cavern with a bunch of, like, jail cells in it, and there were, like, flaming guys in the cells. I was like, well, that's no good. Yeah. Don't like what's happening there. Uh, and, of course, you know, they've pulled this trick in, like, every fucking game, but you it's the thing where, like, you gotta get to the end of the prison and then flip a switch to open all the doors so you can progress. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now you gotta fight all the prisoners, and, uh, I was like, okay, these are, like, flaming guys, but they're kind of slow. Uh, they kind of, like, look like chump enemies. Let me just hit them. Oh, that did no damage. Oh, he's, like, inflating. Oh, he exploded. <laughs> uh, I got through that area, and I got a summon, and I, like I said, haven't tested it yet. I'm hoping it's those exploding guys. Oh, yeah, maybe. That'd be I a fun know. one. I haven't tested a lot of them because my skeletons have been so good to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, except for all the other ones I found have just been like, here's a basic-ass enemy. That's true. Like, I I, I don't need dogs. Uh, that No. My jellyfish no. is better than dogs. Yeah. Anyway, good fucking video game. Good fucking video game. I'll have to take a screenshot of my map for you to show you where that item is, Luke, because... Yeah. I know where it is in my brain, but I thought I had taken a screenshot, but I'm looking and I haven't, so... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, Ashley, anyway. what have you been doing? Ashley, talk about whatever you want for as long as you want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-oh. Well, when you think about Charlie Chaplin... Yeah, let's get into what this. What you need to think about is his influence on the fur... Uh, to today. Uh-huh. Um, from the, you know, cartoons, uh, even from that era, and then moving on to the Looney Tunes... To even jackass. Yeah. Uh, it's fucked up how most of his career was being the funny man who fell down, and also he has a very good speech about fascism in one movie. Yeah. A movie that he, like, when he was alive, he had mixed thoughts on. Uh-huh. Because he was like, mm, if I knew it was that bad, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, because, like, most of it's just sort of goofy satire. Not even satire, yeah. parody. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the ending of it kind of saves it, but I get where he's no, coming yes. from. Um, 
But yeah, if I had dressed up as Hitler before people knew he was Hitler. Right. Yeah, I would also have mixed feelings at best about it. Yeah, and spent most of the time being a big goof. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's the thing. Everyone remembers the ending of The Great Dictator. I have not watched that movie through, but I've seen other scenes from it, and they are not as memorable. I mean, yeah, I think it is a good movie. Uh Uh-huh. It has what I consider my favorite Criterion cover of all time. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it, um, definitely, the ending is definitely what people remember most, and that's probably the way he would want it. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Anyway. I didn't actually watch any Charlie Chaplin movies recently. (laughs) But you did watch Jackass. I did watch Jackass. I mean, that's kind of the modern Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. (laughs) Someone talked about how... Yeah, Charlie Chaplin has, like, influenced yeah. uh, everything from, like, Looney Tunes and Jackie to Jackie Chan to uh, the Star Wars prequels to Jackass. Yeah. Uh, in a... <laughs> in, in quite the way. It is yeah. really funny when a guy gets hurt. It is really funny when a guy gets hurt. I appreciate the vibe of Jackass. It is too much in, like, gross-out territory for me to, like, watch it at all. I get that. Yeah, I get I that. Never I don't need to watch also. guys throwing up at each other or whatever. I, I definitely, this time, especially because I was eating dinner, I skipped out on a lot of, like, the extreme gross-out stuff. Yeah. Um... But um, the those movies, you know, d- deeply problematic in a lot of ways, especially the earlier ones. Sure. But when they're at their best, they're at their core guys being dudes. Yes. Uh-huh. Dudes rock the movie. Yes. It. It. Yeah. And. Like, the best ones, like, the one I always, like, point to as, like, the best Jackass skit, and I have not seen the new one. This is, yeah. I saw, I rewatched three, um, was, uh, the High Five. It's right. so fucking yeah, funny, yeah. dude. Everyone knows the High Five. Yeah, and the best part about it is that as soon as it happens, the people that they did it to instantly realize how hilarious it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess if anyone doesn't know what it is, it's they they have a giant like paper mache hand on like a fucking uh, like spring loaded mechanism, so that when someone walks through a doorway, they can go, "Hey, man, high five and then hit them with the thing and knock them over with it. Yes, uh, and they have one guy carry a but a tray full of soup. <laughs> the guy with the tray of soup is the best to me because they had to sort of, "Hey, can you go downstairs and get a tray of?" Like, loose bowls of soup for us. And like there's people walking in, they're like, he's not gonna do it. <laughs> and then he walks in. Uh, and he's, yeah, he just gets fucking covered. Yeah. yeah. It's like tomato soup, too. He's all uh-huh. red. Uh-huh. Uh, but my favorite one is uh, Bay Margera in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh... Is he the guy holding the flower? He's the... They... Yeah, they they tie a bag of flour to... Oh, yes. ...the thing 
to antique him, to, which is what they think they do, uh, where they throw flour on people to make them look all dusty. Sure. Um, and the best part about him is he just stays perfectly straight, but just falls over <laughs> <laughs> like a tree. Yeah, yeah. One of the funniest ones for me on this viewing was where they have a guy dress up as a gorilla. Uh-huh. And then surprise Bam's family with it. <laughs> Great. Uh, and, like, yeah, the whole thing of, like, oh, it's, like, the gorilla, like, went off the, you know, it's off the rails. It, it's loose. <laughs> and... They're like, oh no, we, we left Phil in there. And then it just cuts back to Phil, the dad, and he's just in the bathroom. It's like, sorry, I had to take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, I also watched um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is the opposite of fun. Yeah. 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 Doesn't seem like a good film. It wasn't. <laughs> That's the thing, is it wasn't. Um, no, yeah, it just fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Breath of the Wild. Sure. But, like... Wait. Hold wait, on. What? Oh, no. I'm not a... Sorry, I... I was gonna say, you play that game a lot. Rose, my girlfriend, just messaged me a question about Breath of the Wild, and so I was <laughs> typing something about that while I said it. Right, across the streams. Much yes. like Ghostbusters. Much like Ghostbusters. Thank you, Luke. Um, no, I'm not a big fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah, I like the first movie just fine. It's a pretty yeah. fun comedy. I, I definitely think it was hurt by me watching it as an adult and having been hyped up for a very long time. Yeah. But, yeah, first one, it's kind of, parts of it are kind of undeniable. Yeah. Um, ghost blowjob It's funny when that ghost so. gives him a blowjob. <laughs> that does happen. Yeah. Ghost does give him a blowjob. And his eyes goes cross-eyed. It's a, what a bizarre choice. That was like, listen, I'm walking if you don't do this. That is a uh, scene that only gets into a movie made in the 80s. <laughs> and where one of your stars is like, no, we're putting this fucking in. Yeah. Cause that, like, that's the story, is that... <laughs> uh, fucking... Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd was like, no, this happened to me. Yeah, I was gonna say. This <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I was about to joke that he probably was saying that. No, yeah, he, he That's just he's perfectly like, in character for Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking weirdo. Uh-huh. Um But like people okay. There's been a lot of talk in the world about The Last Jedi. Sure. True. And specifically The Last Jedi with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And how that supposedly like mistreats him. Right. Even if I take the worst, like, view of Luke Skywalker's arc in that trilogy. Yeah. 
it is better than the best case scenario for Ghostbusters in Egon <laughs> in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Do the kind of shitty nerds that like were pumped for Afterlife like it? I don't even know. It's kind of just like, I mean, they were pumped for it and then kind of COVID kind of derailed it enough where I haven't really heard. Yeah. Like, I, I don't lot. know if there's a group of people out there that are like, oh, the fucking SJW is trying to cancel the only good Ghostbusters sequel. Yeah, I don't know. I Like, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> even three years ago, I would have been way more compelled to seek this information out. And I feel like it's a yeah. sign of immense personal growth that I don't care enough to look it up. Or yeah. just us being extremely tired. Well, uh, you know, six of one, half a dozen the other. Yeah. I don't see why it couldn't be both. Uh. Yeah, it, it's... Paul Rudd's funny. I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's generally been funny. Right. He's in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I assume that's why you brought him up, but... Right. Yeah. He, I, I could have used him some more. Sure. Uh... Also been playing some of the video games, not Elden Ring. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. No. I, Never. You should give it a try. It's the most accessible one to date. Yeah. Par, I, my bit was either going to be that I was just going to leave. Yeah. Or I also thought about, like, what if I look up just enough information and try to convince <laughs> you that I've been playing it this entire time? I mean, that would have been a good bit. <laughs> but that I decided not to because it would take effort. Sure. <laughs> I really didn't care. Yeah. I, I agree with every choice you made there. <laughs> it would have been a funny joke, and I you were right to be lazy to do it. Yeah. Um, but I have been playing... Uh, they just added some new games to Game Pass, so I played a bit of Super Mega Baseball 2. Okay. Wait, is it two or three? I th- no, wait, it's three. It's three. It's, it's yeah, Super Mega me. Baseball 3, which is... Yeah, it's a, it's a baseball game, and... I, I've commented many times uh, with people I know that it does sound like a fake game that they would have in, like, a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, it does. Where, where you're like, this, these people don't know how video games work. Right, right. Does but also baseball, seem, unfortunately, completely unrelated to the, the webcomic Super Mega. I don't know that one. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's it's a comic for people to online. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a baseball game that's a bit more uh, cartoony and arcadey, and it doesn't have the MLB license, so it's all fake stadiums and fake teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made my own team go Reapers. Uh, but, you know, it's just a, it's a fun baseball game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't really like watching baseball, but I enjoy somewhat playing it. Uh-huh. Um... And that's hard to do, and so I just... It's easier to play it on a video game. Yeah, it's true. Definitely. Uh, uh, and then also, I downloaded and have been playing actually a pretty good amount of uh, Grounded. Which is... Oh, is that that, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids survival yes, game? Yeah. It's, it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and now they're crafting. Right. Where, yeah, you wake up and you have uh, turned an inch small. Yeah. Uh, and you now have to survive in this backyard. Right, right. Um, and Rick Moranis is not looking for you. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a shame. 
Um, but no, yeah, it's it's a survival game, and there's it's got like a that hook is interesting enough for me to like check it out. And yeah, it's a it's a fun game uh, that I I don't think it's gonna like I'm gonna be like oh man like this game is actually really really great like maybe like Sea of Thieves or something. Sure, sure. But like I've heard it's all right. Yeah, it's all right, and sometimes. You know, and, and, and it's a, a funnish survival game, and mm-hmm. that's all I kind of wanted from it. That's all again. Yeah, good. Um, water is the hardest thing to get at this at the moment. Well, that seems that bad. Game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a um, single dewdrop seems like it'd be all you need. So yeah, that that's dewdrops are the main way you get water because sure. all around the ground is dirty water, which uh, makes you hungrier and takes a little bit of your health away. I see. Hmm. Um, I think you're small enough you'll just reach in and pick the dirt out. I think it's like relatively like the the molecules are different at that scale. Are you gonna see the molecules? Is that no? But I'm just saying, like you know, a droplet of water is gonna behave differently than like a a glass of water. I suppose. Yeah, I I can see what you're saying, but like, (laughs) no, I'm pretty sure yes. For gameplay purposes. I, the dirt can probably dissolve enough that you couldn't just reach in with your hand and pick it out. Um, and yeah, that's also a game where they uh, famously have a slider to make the spiders less spidery. Yes, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Where, like, at the beginning, it's like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, full-on spider without the legs and, like, the mandibles and stuff and then it the uh farthest is just a it's like pretty much just like, the hitboxes right yeah it's just like basically a white orb with like two like a like with like two eyes just so you can tell where it's going right um cause spiders are real fuckers yeah I'll They're bet. real fuckers Spiders and mosquitoes are the number ones right now. Again, like, enemies of the state. <laughs> That's true in real life, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, you can make a pet out of an aphid. That seems adorable. Because mm. uh, they're just, like, little green things with big bug eyes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, you can... It, it's definitely more in, like, the Minecraft kind of uh, survival game than, like, a... You know, like, where you're, like, making your home and, like, resting at night. Right, right. Uh, then maybe more, like, of a story-driven survival game, even though this has story elements. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's still an early access, so the story for now is just, keep going! (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I looked over and I saw that there was a fucked up, uh part of that just was full of uh pest killer and i'm like mm, that's probably gonna be a bad place to be yeah you think they're gonna add rick moranis no there is a like scientist type dude uh who is responsible for you getting shrunk uh and they imply that he has also shrunk himself down so that you will meet him at some point. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, also, it's very, like, 90s theme, which, you know, makes sense with the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Right, right. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting seeing, like, after a lot of, like, 80s, like, kind of childhood kind of things, it's interesting seeing a 90s one. Yeah, it's weird how, like, the 80s nostalgia shit, like, really came in a huge wave and, like, is still fucking here. And, like, the 90s nostalgia stuff has happened and is happening, but it's in more, like, fits and starts, it feels like. It's like, ah, here's a Sonic movie here, here's a thing here, as opposed to just, again, Ghostbusters Afterlife just came out. Boomers aren't dead yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that that one is especially, like, uh, Jason Reitman is, like... I've made a bunch of really successful movies, and then I made a lot of really unsuccessful movies. Uh huh. <laughs> and now I'm going. And my dad was the guy who directed Ghostbusters, so now I'm going to direct Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> and give it back to the fans. <laughs> Can't believe that it was stolen from the fans. And then they gave it back. Uh huh. Um. Also. The quote that he gave of this is the most Easter egg filled movie. <laughs> right. Uh huh. All right. <sighs> Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Do we all just get the Tajimura shit out of the way at the top here? Like, we'll have to revisit it when we get to the scenes, but. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, I, like, went back and forth on whether to just fucking, like, lay it all out last week just to. Yes, to get it off our fucking plate, but yeah, uh, I mean, I so I I looked up who yeah. is playing. Yeah, Molly, do you know who's playing Tajimura? No. Do you want me to tell you? Sure, I don't care. It's Catherine. Okay, Ashley, did you say that yesterday, or was that no? Pris, Pris said that she thinks is Catherine. Yeah. Okay. Pris was and correct. Then, like, it is. It is Catherine in yellow face. Cool. <sighs> Probably the worst way they could have brought her back. <laughs> yep. Damn. This is nothing like what I had planned. Right. It easily the single worst fucking thing about Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's not good. Not yeah, like, good at all. I was like watching this and like this is bad and racist. And then like this also seems to be someone in heavy makeup. Yep. Making yeah. it even more bad and even more racist. Yeah, and so, like, the fact that, yeah, and, like, all of the stuff that they're doing is specifically, like, a white person impersonating. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. just, like, putting words in a, you know, person of color's mouth, but, like, then an actor portraying that race right. as... And they give they give the act they give her a fake actor name. Oh, do they? I thought oh, Tajimura just went uncredited. No, I, I I in looking this up. Okay. Because I just wanted to be like that's a white person. I just wanted to make sure that that was a uh huh. A yeah, like a white person in yellow face. Yep. Um. Uh, I'm trying to find, uh, yeah, but I mean, while you're looking for that, like, part of what just sucks about it, other than, you know, everything, (laughs) is that 
On paper, the idea of Catherine in a stupid disguise hoodwinking Ben sounds fun. They just picked an awful disguise. Yeah, they just picked the worst disguise to do that with. If she was in a not racist stupid disguise, I would love this. Yeah. But unfortunately, they decided to be terrible. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, whoever came up with this fucking idea. Yeah. It's not, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. When playing, uh, Mr. Tuttimore, uh, prior to reveal, uh, uh, she was credited as Fumio Yamaguchi. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, it's just like, alright, like, you, like, made up a whole fucking name. Yeah. If I remember right, they also didn't tell any of the other actors that it was Piper Laurie. Yeah. That, yeah, that sounds right. And, like, they didn't find out until they shot the scenes where she gets revealed. They couldn't figure it out? I think they figured out something weird was fucking going on, but they didn't know, like, what was going on. Okay. Which implies to me she stayed, she, like, maintained the voice even when the cameras weren't rolling. Yeah. Yeah, it just. I you know we I, I have talked about how. Uh, David Lynch likes to trade in. Uh, stereotypes a lot of the time. Sure. And how it really does feel. Unneeded with how. Good he he can be. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know who's, like, primarily responsible for Tajimura. Like, yeah, like, I, you know. Anybody could have said no. It's his fucking show. The buck stops with him. Anybody could have said this is a little fucked up. Absolutely, yes. It is is 100% everybody's fault. I don't know who's, like... I, I was doing, like, some research to figure out, like, okay, even the episodes I like in season two, the vibes are off. Like, what happened? Uh, and I kind of knew the deal, but not entirely, so I, I did some research this week. And so, Mark Frost talked about how before they ever started filming season one, they, like, planned the whole season out. And basically knew the plot of each episode, and then just, as they were going along, wrote out the full script and, like, fleshed it out more. And then they finished season one, and David Lynch fucked off to go make a movie, which meant he was too busy to plan season two, which was more than double the episodes. It's almost three times the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I feel like immediately explains a lot. Sure. Uh, that, that, not to, like, yeah, I mean, listen, if you're scrambling for ideas... There's about 10,000 ones you could grab before this fucking bullshit. Also, writing TV is easy. I did it last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've proven it. Yeah. It's you, easy. All she had to do was show up dramatically at her funeral <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> they already said they're having the funeral. You could, you've set it up already. Yeah. And if you want this whole, like, she's secretly making deals. Yeah. Only to, like, pull the rug out. You can just have someone who works for her. <laughs> or just, like... Or you can just again, have her reveal that. 
I feel like if she showed up in like a trench coat and a hat and a big stupid like Sam Elliott fake mustache and did like a not racist voice, I'd be hooting and hollering. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. She could do an Italian accent. It's never racist. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it, it sucks real bad. And I, hmm, I'm trying to remember how long we're fucking stuck with this. It is not, like, the rest of the season or anything. But I also feel like it's going to be more episodes than I want to remember it being. I, it's going to be approximately as many episodes as Nadine doesn't remember where she is. It is less than that, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I... I did look up a thing when i when i saw you know like looked up the actor yeah i did also see a quote okay from you know catherine as yeah and knowing that it it's her putting on a character makes it five million times worse uh-huh and i don't know whether to say it now or wait till <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, listen, like I said, we are going to be stuck with this for several episodes. We will have to revisit it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like I said, it's not going to be the rest of the season. It's, it's going to, it's, it's not getting resolved next week. No. No. <sighs> anyway, the other thing that sucks is that I think there's a lot of fun stuff in this episode, but it really just like. The Tajimura scene is like a black hole that sucks the rest of it in. Yeah, it's it's really, really bad. Like, I feel like we're going to get into this and start having fun talking about it, and then we'll hit the Tajimura scene and be like, oh, goddammit, right, shit, fuck. Yeah, but we could start just talking about Cooper's bedhead. We could start talking about Cooper's bedhead. He has once again <laughs> fallen asleep I, with his hair gel in. Yeah, I also did see someone, like a Reddit thread, which is, like, of... You know, our Twin Peaks, which is like, Mr. Tajimura is the key to everything. I'm like, all right. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. And it, How could that even be possible? Never. Blessedly, uh, they do not feel the need to revisit the concept of Mr. Tajimura in The Return. Oh, good. That gets left in the 90s. Imagine. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Cooper's awake. He's talking to Diane on his tape recorder. I like the... <laughs> Like, even until now, Cooper has mostly tried to be, like, peppy and upbeat. He has just worn the fuck down. He has been walking around with broken ribs for, like, three days at this point. He's had enough. Yeah, yeah he's just tired. He's like, Diane, I still got shot the other day, and it's still not fun. Still fucking hurts. <laughs> I gotta do a headstand every morning to practice yoga to make the pain go away for the rest of the day. Yeah. And uh, uh, while he's doing his head, his yogic headstand, he sees under his bed, finally, the note that Audrey left him. Yeah. I, I had honestly totally forgotten about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, the part where he's talking to the tape recorder, he goes, Diane, I am now upside down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so true. <laughs> so true, King. Go off. <laughs> There's part he of it that feels like that's now. like a little too, like that's a little cuter than he usually gets with these, but also he's in a bad mood. He's groggy. I'll fall, yeah. forgive him. Uh, but yeah, he he sees the the envelope 
and gets the info. Uh, me and Pris, when we turned this episode on, we were, we were like, did we get the right one? Uh-huh. Because last we saw, we thought that they were going to go to One-Eyed Jacks. I thought that's what this was going to start with. Right. Yeah, no, I guess he just he wanted, just wanted to debrief whoever. Right, yes. he just wanted to plan what they're going to do. Or brief. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Listen, they were gonna go save Audrey last night, but then Cooper and Truman got drunk and made out all they night did. instead. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, Hawk shows back up at the police station. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. He's been uh, investigating uh, the. Hawk's the, the only house. one that remembers this is a fucking murder mystery show. Yeah, and also he found two retired lesbians that lived used to live next to the Palmers. Yeah, two hundred percent. Two retired female school teachers is what he yeah, says. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, buddy. Uh-huh. Sir, sir, you found lesbians. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, hey guys, I just got new evidence in the Laura Palmer case. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're kind of doing other stuff this week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, though. Uh, I guess. Yeah, thanks, I guess. Uh, listen, I gotta go take a leak, because I had to drink three pots of fucking tea to get even that much out of them. Yeah. Uh, and then Lucy is like, hey, I just wanted to say goodbye, because, uh, as you know, I'm going to Tacoma for a couple days um, to go visit some family. And Harry's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you know, Gwen had a baby and all that, da-da-da-da. Uh, and Harry's like, hey, uh, Lucy, why don't you get the fuck out of the office? Because that temp isn't showing up. Right, clearly the temp is not coming. Just listen, go go take a vacation day. You deserve yeah, it. It's fine. Um the greatest the greatest line of the show uh is where Lucy says, Sometimes those can do temp girls can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful, thank you. Yeah. I love her. She's very good. Yeah. Um anyway, I saw the fact that Andy is going to be the temp uh just a mile out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Of course. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we Lucy is perhaps not going where she says she's going. No. And is maybe a little more anxious about, you know, they're implying maybe she's going to an abortion clinic, actually. Well, then uh, we just find that out, like, in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, so everyone's like, oh, Lucy, have a great trip. And she's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, love I'm it. I'm gonna have a great time i love to meet a baby love to meet a baby uh meanwhile bobby's just trying to pull some classic insurance fraud with his friend mr pinkle who i guess he has who's this motherfucker <laughs> you don't who's know this mr. fucking clown everyone's no. favorite twin peaks character mr pinkle it, mr pinkle honestly sounds like a character in a local t like access kids show yeah yeah kinda which is just like the weatherman in a different hat right right yeah he's in like a shitty like tweed jacket and he's built up this like crane that can lift somebody in and out of a wheelchair so that leo when he comes home can like you know have more mobility and can even go outside but it's like a fucking death trap machine that he has built yes and, like, Bobby is testing it out, and it, like, practically just, like, yanks his arms off. Yeah. Um, and Bobby, uh, is, like, harassing him, 
Uh, and he's like, listen, it was either this or we get you a wheelbarrow, okay? The the insurance takes a lot of the fucking money from the uh, payout. Yeah. Which is weird, but sure. Right. I uh, like how he, like, for the f- for a bit, he's, like, putting on his best salesman face. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, no, this just doesn't fucking work. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, uh, when it first isn't working, he says... Ah, maybe you just gotta hit it. You know, we like we say at the f- at the shop, you gotta treat machines like women. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, what? <laughs> Especially to say to Shelly. Yeah. Yeah, Shelly is not amused by it. Shelly is really running out of patience for all of this horse shit. Shelly's goth today. She's a little goth. She's a little goth. Yeah. By which we mean she's wearing a black dress. Yeah, but it's but it's uh, I feel like the style is uh-huh. yeah no totally. more goth than usual. Sure, Luke. <laughs> Listen, she looks good. I won't deny that. Trying to trying to act like I don't know what goth looks like, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, the bar is a courthouse now. Yeah, so they have to go. Th- there's two hearings today: Leo's competency hearing and uh, uh, Leland's like arraignment for the murder of Jacques Renault. I like how they didn't use the town hall. Yeah, at, the the court is being held at the roadhouse. The floor still littered with peanut shells. Th- at this point, they the show kind of turned into a fucking cartoon. Yes. And, like, uh, it's not, it's kind of a funny cartoon. I'm not having a bad time. This does not feel it, like the same universe that, like, the first episode of the show took place in. No. Yeah, like, to go from, like, the the guy, like, being, like, jerked around in, like, the thing, and he's like, oh, whoa, hey, oh, to, yeah. like, now, like, the audible judge in this, you know, bang, bang bar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but consider it's very funny that the court is happening at the bar. It's very funny. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Who cares? I guess, yeah. We left we left common sense in season one, my friend. We we totally did. It's just every time it like hits a new level, it's jarring. I don't know. I'm having a great time. I, that's yeah. Then you're gonna be just fine with most of season <laughs> two. Well, <laughs> I said most. <laughs> Yeah. Andy's doing a courtroom drawing. Yeah, Andy's doing courtroom sketches. Of uh, the back of Leland's head. The back of Leland's head. He thinks he can sell it to a newspaper. <laughs> Get a bit more face in there, bud. Yeah. And he's he's like, like, oh, good Ooh. idea. Thanks, Sheriff. Yeah, the uh, the prosecutor who we met at the double R is here. Uh, I guess bolo ties are the dress code for lawyers in this <laughs> roadhouse yes. courtroom. Obviously. I mean, yeah, obviously. like, the typist in this looks like she's from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he th- they're deciding, like, what to set Leland's bail at, and the, the prosecutor saying he should be denied bail because he killed a guy, and also he's been acting like a weird little freak ever since his daughter got murdered. Both true! Yeah. Uh, but then Truman stands up and explains that Leland's a nice guy, and everybody loves him, and also his family's been in Twin Peaks for, you know, generations, so, Yeah, you for know, 75 years. He's a respected member of the community, and therefore should be granted bail. Also, like, his daughter got murdered. Cut him some slack. Uh, and they don't even, he goes, oh yeah, I won't even charge him bail. He can just go. Yeah. Really got off pretty nice on this one, Leland. <laughs> pretty nice! He's like, you will have to call the sheriff and tell him where you are. And it's like, yeah, nobody's ever done that and lied. 
Right. So this will work yeah. out great. Uh-huh. Also, he's not going to teleport somewhere now because apparently he's over his grief. <laughs> That's true. His grief teleportation powers have worn off. <laughs> he respect into murderer. Yes. Into the devil. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he's not that devilish this week. He's, he's kind of chilled out. I feel like he got some shit off his chest last time. He's on trial! Well, of course, yes, I understand that, Molly. <laughs> he's being the devil by not saying anything. You know, he's taking his licks. Look at him. <laughs> that man is the devil. Uh, um, but, yeah, back at Harold's place. Yeah, uh, you know, I was complaining we didn't get any of uh, Laura's mom last week. She's technically in this scene, but I don't think she has a single line of dialogue. Yeah, I don't think they she has a single line of dialogue really in the episode. just don't give her anything to do with this whole plot. Yeah, give her way more shit to do. She's a good actor. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, less Harold, more fucking Sarah Palmer, please. No, Harold's, he, Harold's the new guy. He's... Harold's the fucking linchpin of the whole episode. Unfortunately. Yeah, huh? Yeah, Donna's delivered his uh, his meals on wheels to him. He's got the the wine already uh, poured as she comes in, and she wants to make a deal with him that uh, she will become a part of his living novel and uh, tell him every detail about her life if he lets her read Laura's diary. And he's like, which frankly sounds I... more than fair. And he's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll read it to you. That's the best you're getting from me. And I didn't realize that, like, when he was talking about, like, living book shit. (laughs) Right. I didn't realize, he's like, I'm going to write down everything you say. Yeah. I'm making an actual book. Uh Uh-huh. But also, he is the book. I feel like those notes are just for his reference. They go in the secret yeah. hidey hole in his bookshelf, and no one else ever gets to read them. Yeah. That's his own pervert collection. That's his own pervert collection. I hate you so much, Harold Smith. <laughs> Look, were you lying to us? Do people actually like this man? I have seen people talk about Harold Smith in positive terms. They are. Ooh, ooh. Where? Ugh. Uh, it's been too long now, but... I need to know where not to go. Right. Or, like, people are like, yeah, I mean, he's got kind of a creepy edge to him, but, like, you know, you can also really feel, like, the earnestness of his emotion. I feel like you could really relate to him when he starts tearing his own face open with a garden claw. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, th- he feels that deep betrayal, you know, and that's... that. We've all know, been there. He- he's, he's, like, a raw, exposed nerve in that moment, you know, can't you relate to that? Yeah, he rawly exposed his nerves to her <laughs> yeah. in that moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do like Donna in this scene because she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll give you the whole story. Let me sit down. So I was born here in Twin Peaks. My dad delivered me. He's a doctor. Anyway, fuck you, <laughs> yeet. Give me the book. Yeah. <laughs> she takes it and walks outside, and he's like, oh, fuck, you're going to make me walk one step outside. I'm going to die. Yeah, he, uh... Yeah. I... Go ahead. I do not, like, want to... Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't want to, like, yeah, I sh- downplay I d- I agoraphobia. Not. It's a yes. real thing. It's a real and thing. And it's not the reason that Harold sucks. Yes. Um, and I don't... I don't think that this character is faking it, but... No, I don't think he's faking it either, because I think he cares too much about that diary. I think he would, like, fucking tackle her if he had the ability to do that. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, but like, I did take notice that like he, the first thing that he does as like she, like goes for her like as she like realizes she's gone too far, is he just grabs that book? Yeah, like he takes one step outside, realizes what he's done, and collapses to the ground like twitching. And she's like, ah, shit, okay, well, I might have done bad here. And then as he's twitching, yeah, he grabs the book and, like, hugs it to him. Yeah, I mean, the other real thing that makes me think that it it's possible that it's not real is that he immediately forgives her. That is true. He does immediately for like, it Because she comes back, like, ten point, minutes he's later. Like, Get the fuck out, don't talk to me again. Yeah. That yeah, seems like is... a deep betrayal of his trust if it's as, like, serious as he is making it out to be. But, you know, what else is he going to do with his day? Yeah, also TV, you know. Yeah, what other teenage girl can he show his flowers to? Ugh, don't say that. I mean... (laughs) I know you're right, but ugh. Uh, Before Donna runs out of the house with the book, we do also get the exchange where, like, she asks him, like, where he was born. He's like, well, I grew up in Boston. Really, I grew up in books. Ugh, shut the fuck up. I hate you. That is one of the worst lines I've ever heard. And then Donna answers, there's some things you can't get in books. He says, there's some things you can't find anywhere, but we dream that we can find them in other people. Shut up. Which that feels like a line to me. Like if a character I didn't despise said it, I might kind of like it, but it's inseparable from what a shitbag he is. No, it's a bad line. It's probably a bad line, you're right. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> it's a bad line. Yeah, like, we already don't like this dude, and they are not giving him any favors yeah. in this episode. I guess what I mean, it's a very melodramatic line, but if it was a character who I was invested in, I might be able to buy into the melodrama of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then we're back at the Roadhouse courtroom for the second trial of the day, or the second hearing of the day, uh, which is, yeah, Leo's competency hearing, who he's not even here because he's still in a coma. Yeah. And uh, the Leo's defense attorney is showing off, like, brain scans. Like, yeah, here's Leo's brain activity. There isn't any. Yeah, there's there's basically nothing here. Yeah, he's, he's not competent to stand trial. And the prosecutor gets up and gives an impassioned speech about how this is not just about trying Leo. It is about, like, bringing justice and retribution to the community. Now, which, to be fair, that is just what uh, Cooper did to him with Leland. So I feel like Turnabout's fair play here. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Basically the same speech. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, and the prosecutor reveals in this moment that he is planning to fully press charges on Leo for the Laura Palmer murder. Yes. Even though, you know, the police don't believe he killed Laura Palmer. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the judge is like, all right, shut the fuck up. I gotta go get a drink. Yeah, I need alcohol, which is why we're doing this at the bar. I I'm gonna have to go uh, deliberate. Uh, I'll be in my chambers. And by my chambers, I mean the bar. At the bar with the um with the law clerk who does know how to make <laughs> different uh cocktails. Yeah, the law clerk follows him and gets behind the bar to be the bartender and makes three black Yukon sucker punches for him, Truman, and Cooper. Oh, what a weird guy. Yeah, they're just like 
It's some kind of like black drink with like blue foam. Yeah, what the fuck is this? This this is like a Star Wars drink. It really is. Yeah. This is like you just throw some shit in a glass that doesn't like taste good but look but isn't dangerous and looks like otherworldly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would it surprise you to learn there are multiple YouTube videos of people trying to figure out how to make this cocktail for real? Yeah. Uh, no, it wouldn't. Uh, also, I, we did say it, but... Or maybe we did, and I was too focused on how fucking gross he is, but... Yeah. Uh, he also has a fake fucking, uh... Like, cabinet. Where he keeps all of his shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, he reveals, like, yeah, his the secret compartment in his bookcase. Which we sort of saw a hint of a few episodes yeah. ago, but yeah. He has like a if switch. you can't tell by my stuttering, I can't remember his name at this moment. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> There's like a switch you turn on the side, and it like turns the bookcase down, and it's just like a secret pile of like notebooks that he's written shit about people in. Yeah, but yeah, back to bar. I also want to say that I like how Cooper hands out coasters like they're playing cards. <laughs> yeah, I also like that Cooper does not trust this drink at all. No. Why like, would you? Truman and the judge are just like sucking it down, and Tr- Cooper like is afraid to touch the glass. He's like staring at it and shaking his head while they're talking. This is the thing that fucking Dr. Jekyll drinks to turn into Mr. Hyde. <laughs> and there's like one point where he finally works up the courage to like sniff it and maybe take a sip, and the judge starts talking to him, so he puts it back down. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's really funny. Because, like, it's mostly Truman and the judge talking, and Cooper's just staring at this blue fucking drink he got handed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the upshot of, like, the, the conversation with Truman and the judge, you know, they're talking about what, you know, Truman thinks they should do with Leo. And, like, yeah, he's not the killer. You know, the town really wants justice, but they want justice for the right guy. And I guess we're just forgetting about all the other crimes we know for sure that Leo did right now. Maybe this is just a hearing for the the murder. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Well, I guess, and Shelly's not testifying against him, so they don't have anything with, like, the attempted murder there. And I guess they don't really have anything firm on the arson Right. Like yeah. they, they have suspicions, but they don't have anything like solid. Uh but yeah, so the judge is like, Yeah, I'm gonna just say he's incompetent to stand trial, because again, he's in a coma. I don't know how more incompetent you can be. Yeah. Um, uh and he's like, Hey Truman, do you want to tell Shelly? And he's like, Oh thank God, yeah, I I do. Yeah. Truman seems to have forgotten that. Leo sucks. Like, hey, Shelly, great news. Leo's coming home. (laughs) Or he's just doing the thing Cooper did on the way out of the uh, interrogation. That's possible, but there's, like, no hint of, like, sarcasm to it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, it's possible he's doing that, but probably not. It seems like he's just earnest, like, hey, Shelly, I got great news. You're gonna love this. And Shelly's just like, yeah... Yeah, because this yeah, this is great. definitely not feeling more and more like a huge fucking mistake every day. Shelly, you can just change your mind whenever you want. You can testify against him whenever you want. 
meanwhile, at the Hurley household, Ed has uh, taken Nadine home from the hospital, and yeah, she still thinks she's a teenager. Yep. And she's like, wait a minute, where's my parents? And it's just funny that Ed is just like, uh, vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did not think about this at all. Yeah, wow, oh jeez. Oh, Did boy. we talk about Nadine's little um, statue with a little eye patch on it? Yes. Before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Because I saw it again, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, she sees James like, hey, who are you? Oh, we must go to the same high school. We just don't have any of the same classes. Oh, hi, I'm Nadine. Like, and James uh, is like, oh. I don't know what the fuck's happening here, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like, she's like, who are you? And... I'm a, he's like, who, who am I? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, then Nadine's like, it's like, oh, why don't I go get you a drink? He's like, no, 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 I'll get it. And she runs off into the kitchen while Ed and James talking about, like, well, this is fucked up. And then she just comes in with the entire, like, cabinet door. Like, oh, I just popped right off. I don't know what happened. Yeah, and they, like, do some, like, weird, like, video editing. Yeah, they to make her look super fast. Just- yeah, they speed up the footage of her walking back into the room. And, like, when she's, like, holding it above her head. Yeah. They are kind of implying that she's gotten super strength because of... Right. But we know but, that's not true. Right, she's always that's... had super strength. She just can no longer control it. Yes. It is all weird. <laughs> she's such a little freak. Every decision in this plot is weird. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, meanwhile, at the Great Northern... Uh, oh, oh right. I, can, I, can, I can buy a signed Mr. Tojimura trading card on eBay. Oh. Oh, Hooray. boy. Yeah, back at the Great Northern, Ben is running into his office. He's late for a meeting, but a Mr. Tojimura desperately wants to see him. Yep. <sighs> so... Luke. Yeah. You, like, have, like, you know, some knowledge of, like, what people have thought about Twin Peaks, at least, like, when you've talked to them. Sure. Do people acknowledge this as, like, one of the most racist things? Uh, yeah, I think I think the most positive reaction it gets is, yikes, well, moving on from that. Okay. Yeah, no, I have not seen anyone that defends this, like, at all. Beyond, like, again, like, the farce of it is kind of funny, but it's undermined by the racism of it. Yeah. Because, again, I am just imagining her doing, like, the same kind of raspy voice, but, like, a cowboy accent, and she has a cowboy hat on, and a big, like, broom-handle mustache, and that'd be the cinema. <laughs> that would be the cinema. But, unfortunately, the cinema has abandoned us this week. <laughs> well, for a minute. For now, at least, for this scene. Yeah. Hawk kills a guy. Yeah, we don't need to get into the fucking... Listen, she's doing business shenanigans. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, um, Hawk does kill a guy later. <laughs> Hawk fucking rules. <laughs> I don't know how the bookhouse boys definitely just kill people, and now here we are. Uh, so Andy is... Not Andy, excuse me. Um, Hawk... <sighs> yeah, so... Hank. So, sorry. Oh guys. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um... <laughs> No, but, so she has, like, a guy with her when she's doing this whole thing. Yeah. 
Um, like, who's that? <laughs> I guess just some guy she hired. Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you wanted to do this whole bit, just have that guy be the go-between. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you just... He's Mr. Tajimura, and, like, on behalf of his employer... Yeah, who he won't name, he wants to yeah. invest in Ghostwood. And then you find yeah. out, oh shit, his employer was Catherine all along. Yes! Yeah. And, yeah, she, you, can, you can still do all the reveal stuff that we were talking about earlier. Right, right. Yep. And now you've hired, you know, an actual <laughs> Japanese person. Yeah, you don't do yellow face. Yeah. It's... Not doing yellow face is free, it turns out. It's, it's very so free. easy. I do it, I do every, it every day. day. <laughs> okay. And I don't even try. We both said the same thing at the same time, Luke. Yeah, you and me. We're on the same wavelength. Uh, but yeah, then Cooper walks in. Then Cooper, I, well, before Cooper walks in, though, Hank pops out of a secret passage like, Hey, Cooper's coming. And yeah. Ben, like, yeah. shuts him back into the secret passage to hide him. Yes. Uh... Yeah, That's his crime like, door. Yeah, yeah. You've got the front door and the crime door. The, the like, background, like, people in the, at the end this time are some guys in turbans. Yeah, who don't even have, like, a bit. Like, they, you would kind of blink and miss them, honestly. Yeah. I did blink and miss them. Yeah, they're in, like, the I, background when Hank's walking down a hallway. That's it. Yeah. So, Andy... Is fa- no, I'm sorry. Andy is ahead of Cooper, but then behind behind Cooper is Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's following also Hank. Yeah, why is Bobby here? Well, because he knows that Hank did a murder. <laughs> sure. Yeah, maybe he's just tailing Hank for yeah. Yeah, I assume that makes sense. I don't have a better explanation. I did, like I said, I did a lot of research trying to figure out, like, why did season two end up like this? And all the v- quotes I got from Bobby's actor were like, yeah, I don't know, it kind of went downhill and wasn't very good, but I mean, I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very like, yeah, whatever. It was kind of fun to do this scene with that actor. He was cool. <laughs> Made a TV show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people liked it. <laughs> Whereas, like, other people would be like, Audrey's actress is just like, yeah, I mean, they really, the whole thing fell apart when they stopped making it about me, frankly. <laughs> so true, Queen. Would you, you know what? <laughs> kind of right. <laughs> she's she's not as wrong as she could be. <laughs> Google is Sherilyn Fenn a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Her birthday's in February. I'm sorry to say, nah, Molly. Shame. <laughs> we we could have had it all. <laughs> yeah, we could have had everything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then, yeah, Ben's just super jazzed that, uh, Cooper's gonna get killed, and just, yeah, like, lets him walk away with all the money, and then is, like, talks, goes to the, the Hank crime door. Yeah. And is, like, try to get the money back. <laughs> and he's, like, what about Cooper? And it's like, Cooper ain't coming back. Yeah. So, you know, I, I need you to go there, retrieve Audrey, and the money, and then I win everything. Only good things happen to me. Yeah. And some 
random person just gave me five million dollars. That is a good part of this, which is just when he like takes out the check again. Yeah. And just goes. He like his like eyes like eyebrows like dart up, he's like, five million dollars. Yeah. Good day's work. <laughs> again, it's like a like dog shit rotten core at the center of what would otherwise be a pretty good apple. Um, yeah, anyway, the uh Donna uh, it's planning some um, some heists. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of heist planning in this episode. Uh, Cause yeah, we're also gonna later get the the fucking one eyed Jack's heist plan. But yeah, for now, oh, Donna and Maddie. Yeah, are... that's a person heist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Donna and Maddie are planning how they are going to uh, steal Laura's diary from Harold. I do like that Laura uh, that Donna has drawn up a map. So that they can blueprint this out, but like his apartment is two rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's not really a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's explaining. Yeah, it's, it's hidden in a secret compartment behind a bookcase, and that's uh, you'll, I'm gonna distract him. I will shine a flashlight out the window so you know to come in and open it up and steal it, and he'll be none the wiser. Donna, really you really kind of fucked up when you didn't just take the book and run. <laughs> yeah, Donna, you really, if you really wanted the book, you could have just kept it. You had the book in hand. Like, don't even play the game of, like, why don't you come out here and we can read it together. Like, just go. <laughs> just walk away. Uh, here, Here's the thing, Donna. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Hit and the fucking God, bricks, nothing Donna. has sucked worse than Harold. <laughs> yeah. See, the problem is, is she's, like, down. She's into him. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Maddie's like, hey, why are we heisting this guy that you're into? And Donald's like, I don't know, I'm complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I like him, but also he sucks, and I'm not- Yeah. I'm still figuring out if it's complimentary or derogatory. It is derogatory, (laughs) but I haven't landed on that yet. Uh, Yeah, we're we're almost there. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sean Renault is inventing Assassin's Creed. (laughs) 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 I did post that Sean Renault is an assassin parentheses video game. (laughs) (laughs) He just has the fucking hidden blade. (laughs) And he's testing that. He's got it all rigged up. I I saw that tweet and then I was just like, wait, is there a a video game series named Assassin? Yeah, he tests out his hidden blade by shooting a strawberry with it and stabbing it and, like, offering it to Blackie. He gets a second tiny strawberry on it, too. It's so You're funny. right, yeah, that is important. <laughs> the tiny strawberry is very funny. <sighs> God bless. Um, and, yeah, they are just kind of walking through... Jean is walking through his plans that he definitely has with Blackie... Where he will, uh, you know, he's already taking care of Ben Horn, and they'll kill Audrey by overdosing her on drugs. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and then Blackie steals some of the drugs, because, you know, hey. Hey. If I'm here anyway. Blackie deserves a treat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then uh, Jean walks away and goes to talk to Blackie's sister, Nancy? Is that her name? 
Yeah, sure. I don't Let's know. say Nancy. I believe it's Nancy. And she's like, hey, how's our plan to kill my sister going? He's like, yeah, great. <laughs> it's going great. It's going to be really easy. <laughs> he is just fucking... Didn't you see my cool Assassin's Creed blade? Jean Renault has made an independent this. deal to fuck over every other person with every other person. He's like, I don't know. We'll just see who's alive at the end. And that's who I was working for all along. This is the Ben yeah. Horn Gambit. It's fucking Revolver Ocelot except French-Canadian. What if Revolver Ocelot was French-Canadian? Man, that'd be pretty good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, a lot of the stuff that we're getting in this episode does feel like it would be a <laughs> uh, Metal Gear plot. <laughs> what in specific are you thinking of? Um... Well, you know, this guy with his fucking assassins thing. Sure, that's true. Uh, the sneaking in, and honestly... That's true, is, it uh, is a sneaking mission this week. Yes. Uh, the Tamaguchi stuff, if Hideo Kojima did that. Yeah, he does, be I like, mean... Again, it'd be better if uh, Piper Laurie just had her hair up and some sun... Like, aviators, and then took them off and was like, Did you like my sunglasses, Ben? It... She should just be like uh, Char from Gundam. Yeah, yeah. Where nobody could recognize her without the sunglasses. Right, if yeah. She's, if she just showed up as Quattro Bagina, then we'd be in business. Yeah. Oh, dude, if Quattro Bagina was on this show. <laughs> At the Quattro, Quattro Bagina. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, like you said, Andy is having to work the reception desk while Lucy's out, and he is just covered in sticky notes because he can't keep track of everything. <laughs> I love him. he's Double D's parent. <laughs> uh-huh. I love this man. He's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he gets a, a short break, so he calls up the lab to get the results of his sperms test. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. I know that's what he does, but <laughs> did not enjoy it in my ears just now. <laughs> it was for a semen's analysis. You're right, sorry. Semen's analysis. <laughs> Tayoth voice? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> did Someone you... just realized that they're in ASMR in the worst way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, Andy finds out that he's no longer uh, sterile. Yeah, uh, I'm in a fact, whole it, town. it's not just three men going fishing. You're a whole damn town. Oh yeah, I used to have it. it yeah, it, that meant too few sperms. Yeah, oligosperm. Yeah, yeah. And if you listen, <laughs> if you listen close, you can kind of hear the lady he's talking to as he's like, "Now hold on, I want to write all this down." Oligospermia. That means too few sperms. You can hear it go. Very good, sir. <laughs> Be nice to Andy. You stop that. Yeah. But yeah, I just, he's like, I'm a whole damn town. I'm a whole damn town. And Truman walks in. Sheriff Truman, I'm a whole damn town. And Truman just like stares at him wordlessly and walks away. Truman has no time for this shit today. Yeah. Andy's so psyched. Andy's very psyched to be a whole damn town. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for him. I'm very happy for him. 
Uh, but yeah, Truman comes in to... Yeah, Cooper is now planning, yeah, the sneaking mission to One-Eyed Jacks. Uh, and describing, like, their uh, infiltration plan when Hawk comes in. Who is, again, trying to solve a fucking murder here. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Cooper and Truman aren't doing something unimportant. Yeah, no. But... Yeah, I just like how Hawk pops his head in on this episode a couple times. Like, hey, by the way, the mystery's still happening. Here's the progress on that. The stuff that people probably actually care about. Anyway, also, it bye. looks like you two are about to do something real stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's here to report that he found Philip Gerard's uh, hotel room. Cooper now has everybody just calling him the one-armed man, which is upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. He has a name. <laughs> he does have a name. They say it. And it's Philip. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't at the hotel room, but Hawk did find a bunch more of his medication. It's the same shit from the bathroom and from Renette's IV, but they're still waiting to hear back from Albert on what the fuck this stuff is. Yeah. Albert, please come back. <laughs> we need you, Albert, now more than ever. Also, you need to figure out who shot Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, that. no progress on that one. Even if they don't... You know, call him Philip Gerard. I will accept Mike. Yeah, I would you have settle for names. Mike, yes, he's got two names. You're using yeah. neither of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, Andy's looking through all his post-it notes and sees the phone number for Gwen and Larry's place. Yeah. Um, so he's like, "Oh, I'll I'll call Lucy. Uh, let her know that I'm a whole damn town." Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that phone number goes to an abortion clinic. Yes, and he's like, wait, what, 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 what? What, 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 Because now he has potential reason to believe that, you know, that maybe, maybe he's the reason she's pregnant. Yeah. Damn. He's like, oh, shit. I do like, he just, like, puts down the phone and just, like, stares straight ahead and goes, oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, James is eating alone at the Double R Diner because nobody will play with him anymore. <laughs> and also, he's using a fork to eat a sandwich? It does kind of look like he's using a fork to I'm eat sure a sandwich. I'm sure there's something else on that plate, but it does look like he's using a fork to eat a sandwich. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. He's sucking enough to... <laughs> but again, Maddie comes in and he's like, oh, hey, Maddie. And she's like, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah she comes in to order two coffees to go. He's like, oh, what, what's going on? Have you seen Donna? No. Okay, what are the coffees for? They're for my aunt and uncle. They, they don't have a coffee maker at home? I gotta go. You're asking too I many go, questions. Asshole. We're not talking. I'm not talking. A, I feel <laughs> weird about talk. you right now. B, I'm gonna go do a heist, and I'm very nervous about it. So please don't talk to me. very nervous about my heist. Maddie really gets the short end of the stick on this heist. She really does. Just because she... It's just her, like... Standing in the bushes for like hours. Yeah, yeah. she's got to do kind of all the lifting here. Yeah. Um. Also, every time like the bookhouse boys or like someone is in like the woods, I'm like, remember how there's a darkness in the woods? Yeah. Hey, remember huh? how the judge literally warned Cooper about the darkness in the woods during that scene, and we just didn't talk about it? Oh, that's true. We did skim over that. Where he's like, ah, oh, if I were you, Agent Cooper, I'd keep an eye on these woods. They're beautiful, but. You know, they, they seem idyllic, up. but they have a secret dark side. <laughs> um, somebody has to happen 
Something has to happen to these woods. We can't keep talking about how fucked up these woods are and not have anything happen in these woods. Yeah, I agree. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Sick of it. <laughs> uh, but so Donna goes into Harold's house and is going to give him a for real. This must be how she patched it up. She agreed like, listen, okay. I'll tell you a real sex story this time. I was maybe a little stinker last time. I will sit down and give you the pervert shit you're looking for tonight, okay? I'll tell you about the time I saw Laura give two guys handies. Yeah. She gives this long story about how they were 13 years old and got, like, all dolled up and met some 20-year-old boys. uh, And had, like, you know, a time out in the woods with them. Something happened in the woods. You know? Well, no, they, they go to the beach. I thought they went to, like, a lake in the woods. Is that not right? Oh, I don't know. I guess it could be a lake in the woods. I guess I just assume because it's woody around here. Well, wouldn't you know, Washington is also on the coast. I suppose that it... Yeah, but Twin Peaks isn't. Do you know this? And they're 13, so I don't think they could get that far away. Yeah. They met up with guys at a bar. They did meet up with guys. Yeah, man. (laughs) Doc Hayward, you've got to look after your kid more. Like, he was at the hospital. That's true. That's true. They, they simply gotta remove that, like, load-bearing lattice outside that you can climb like a ladder. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> that, that was, it was really popular in the 80s and 90s, and that they eventually got rid of it just because of this reason. <laughs> just because these fucking teens kept sneaking out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, uh, we've said it many times before, Donna, Donna's actress is very good. Yeah, she gets a yeah. really nice little monologue here about, like, this kind of, yeah, sexual experience she had with Laura and these boys, uh, you know, skinny dipping in a lake. Uh, this same scene is in uh, The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer, but it's described from Laura's perspective, so it's a neat little, like, echo of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, Laura's take on it was very, like, yet, yeah, like, we were kind of too young to be doing this, and they were kind of too old to be with us, but they were actually, like very nice and respectful given the circumstances and it was actually like very nice yeah so this entire time uh he's just like motherfucker i knew this one already yeah yeah exactly (laughs) he's read this one god damn it (laughs) i didn't think about that angle on it yeah but you're right (laughs) uh but yeah listen i enjoy a pov change fic as much as the next guy (laughs) But this ain't it. Yeah, Donna also really gets into this story as she goes. She kind of, like, almost feels like she forgets she is here to distract him for a heist, and she is just, no, actually, no, now I want to no, talk about No, she's there this. to make him horny. Well, that's true, she is there that's to make him horny. That's what this story is for. That's true, yeah. that's true, that's true. Yeah. That's why yeah. this story, you're totally right. She's looking to give him a, uh, a hey, a hey, Jay, inside the orchid place. Yeah. And Harold is like, well, shit. Oh, my fuck. God. Damn. That's why he's not writing it down. He's like, I know this one, but damn. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because he, he writes it down at the start, but then, yeah, he gets too lost in listening to her talk about it. His, his, the, his journal just slowly rises. <laughs> so uh, Cooper and Truman get up to One-Eyed Jacks, and they're, yeah, doing, a, doing some Splinter Cell co-op. Yeah. We thought Hawk does kill a man later, but Truman walks up to this guard at the door. <laughs> what the fuck is this, bro? Punches him in the stomach, shoves a rubber ball in his mouth, 
slaps duct tape over his mouth like that fucking guy with the flex tape from the meme. And then I'll shoves him over. I'll tell you what is the funniest thing that's ever happened on this yeah. show. <laughs> like bashes his head against the door. <laughs> and like I want I no. want this takedown into like a stealth game. <laughs> yes. Put this in Hitman. Absolutely put this in Hitman. Uh, it just reminds me, like, apparently in, like, I was playing Titanfall 2 once, and apparently there's, like, a, like, 1 in 50 chance of, like, your stealth assassin thing will, like, be, like, a different animation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just got it randomly, because, you know, that's how it works. Right. And, uh, <laughs> usually, like, it's, like... Hint, like that you're a guy like coming up behind someone and like you know breaking their neck or like you know choking them out. Yeah. And with this, it just the guy just pulls out like his gun and just goes do 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 and like shoots him like twenty times with like one gun. Yeah. Great. Um. And like that that's just what this felt like. Yeah. I'll just say like. Again, obviously, the knife going into a man's back later is much more lethal. This guy did get a gag shoved <laughs> down his throat and then knocked out. I feel like he is also going to die. Nah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I think Truman killed this man. I don't think so. <laughs> so the, the best part... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching it. Yeah. Uh, the best part is that he... I don't, you say he punches him in the stomach. I say no, sir. <laughs> no, you're right. He does grab him by the dick and squeeze as hard as he yeah, can. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does grab his nuts. That is what the blocking of the scene looks like. Because, yeah, because he, like, goes under and the guy goes, ooh. Yeah, like, Truman it does not pull his hand back. He keeps it there. <laughs> and then, like, Truman, like, flexes again and the guy goes, ooh. Like, yep, more. No, you're totally right. He's got him by the balls. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the Cooper's getting freaked out by an owl. so funny. <laughs> yeah, Cooper's being creeped on by an owl. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Cooper thinks there's nothing worse than when an owl looks at you. He's kind of right. Well, this owl's yeah. fucked up. I, mean, uh, I have heard tell they're not what they seem. That's what I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they break... You know, they, they get down into like the basement level of One-Eyed Jacks and split up. You know, they start looking I was around. Going frame by frame, I'm just fucking up that dude. It's <laughs> really <laughs> funny. <sighs> and like, yeah, there's you know fucking shitty sleazy businessmen in here, so they can kind of like pretend Blend like they're in. supposed to be here. Yeah, because they're wearing sweater vests. Come on. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. If they wanted the, if they wanted to hitman it up, they should have hitmaned it up. Yeah, I please. love that Truman has. The turtleneck over his fucking like button hook. Yeah, uh-huh. he's th- he looks the most square a man has ever looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they 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 head into the future Tiberian baths. Pardon our mess. <laughs> uh, yeah, Truman finds a room where Blackie and John are talking, and he hangs back to spy on them while Cooper keeps hunting for Audrey. And, uh... Yeah, Cooper eventually finds, um... Blackie's sister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah at this that... point, like, we're cross-cutting between the different, like, plots a lot, but oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, there, there, it's a lot of quick shots, so it's hard to, like... 
separate yeah. them out easily. Um, because yeah, for now we're back with Harold, who is given a little speech about orchids, because people think about them as growing in like, you know, rainforests or whatever, but actually you can grow them anywhere if you make them hot and wet enough. Shut the fuck up! Ugh, <laughs> you're so gross. <laughs> Well, gosh, I didn't... Okay, I guess it's all right. Bye, then. Yeah, get out. Okay. Luke. Okay. Look at the look at the lower lip petal of this fucking orchid. Uh-huh. I, I, I was like 100% like he's going to like talk about some shit with like the labia. He's going to. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, that's the implication, even if you can't say it on network television. Yeah. And then he starts kissing her hand, and it sucks. He kisses her on the palm, which is a batshit place to kiss somebody for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he takes her hand and just, yeah, slowly just, like, mouths her palm. What the fuck, Harold? And then he goes in for a kiss, and he's like, oh, I put, I tilted my head the wrong way. Hang on. we got. Let me readjust. Ugh. Sir, you're terrible at this. Terrible. Also, uh, this entire plan hinges on him going away from Donna after they kiss for a second. Kind of, yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, they really didn't think this heist out. Like, No. Donna really didn't think about the part where he has a panoramic window looking into the room they need to sneak into. Yes. It is maybe the hardest possible place to do a sneaking mission. Yes. Making the cops look like they have the easy route. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, Ashley, uh, Cooper finds Blackie's sister and uh, like gets her in like an arm bar and forces her to take her take him to Audrey, who is drugged and tied up in a bed, but you know, she sees yeah. him and she's like, Oh, it, it's my prayers. Uh He does the kind of thing where well one he starts him off with a handshake, which is very good. Yeah. Um, but he does the kind of thing that, like, happens in a lot of, um, like, with a lot of, like, women in action movies, especially, where yeah. it's like, oh, you grabbed my arm. Uh-huh. Uh, but it actually looks like it would hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, Truman is still watching Jean and Blackie as they're, like, breaking apart, but, uh, Jean's like, oh, hey, before you leave, you got to kiss me, eh? Give and then he, then he hidden blades her, and then he, and then he, we get the cutscene of her talking. <laughs> yeah, <I> we <laughs> we do not get to see her res- requiescat and pace sequence because you no. know we're not in the animus. We're just yeah. a, a side. We're watching yeah. this live. We're a bystander. Yeah. Uh, when 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 John uh, Reynolds kid goes into the animus in twenty years, right? Then they'll get the extended then they'll monologue. Get this extended scene. Um. <laughs> Cooper Remember does Assassin's rescue. Creed, how do you play a sex scene? No. You. Yeah, I do. Then you, your consciousness transfers into the fetus after the, the zygote yes. afterwards. Yes. Yeah. 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 You play as Altair and go have sex, and then uh, Altair leaves, and Desmond's narrator is like, "Hey, wait, why am I not following Altair? Oh shit, I'm the baby now." Because that's how sex works. Yeah. Yeah. The baby definitely has a consciousness mere seconds after 
Your yeah. orgasm. <laughs> when you nut so hard, you leave your animus. Jean <laughs> <laughs> does continue to make out with her as he stabs her to death, and then, like, as he lowers her to the ground, he pulls back and, like, She's bleeding out of her mouth, and he's, like, licking her blood off his lips. He's a yeah, freak. He's a freak. He's a little freak. <laughs> uh, Cooper Cooper saves Audrey. Almost gets stabbed, but then he just punches Nancy. It's fine. He, <laughs> he knew it was her, coming the whole time. He gives her a classic TV stomach punch, the kind yeah. that, like, the only kind of way that an action guy could punch a lady on network TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for a while, like... The, what it was was uh, the person would go for a punch and then they would miss and then stomach punch, head punch, they're down. Right, yeah, yeah. Or like karate chop to the side of the neck or something. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> I do just up. like him like effortlessly blocking her knife stab without yes. turning around to look at her. It rules. He does just kind of turn into an action hero all of a sudden. I guess yeah. we always knew that side of him. He fucking, uh, with, like, the, the shooting range. Yeah. Um, we just don't see it a lot, because it's not really an action-based show. Right, right. But secretly, he's got the power of just a fucking caged animal inside of him, just waiting to get out. Um, it, It's worth noting, Jean does shoot at Truman. Yes, yeah, after he st- finishes licking the blood off his lips, he sees Truman spying on him and starts and shooting. And dives to the ground and shoots at him. And Truman's solution to this is to back away from the window and cover his face? Yeah, he'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's fine. They're silence bullets. They can't hit him. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, when he finally gets his gun out, uh, Jean's already gone. Yeah. But uh, he meets up with Cooper again, and they're going to get out of here. But a guard at the door has a gun, and he makes them drop their weapons, and he's going to kill them both. When so- <laughs> It's such a cliche way to, like, where he's just, like, all of a sudden goes, and falls over, and there's a gigantic yeah. knife in his back. Yeah. It, I So, you know, this is a place of honesty. Uh-huh. I thought when they would turn around, that it would turn out that uh, Audrey had a gun, and she would shoot <laughs> I mean, that would have been good. Um, No, obviously, Hawk had to throw a tomahawk at this man. Luckily, it's it is just not a, a tomahawk. Is it's it a hunting just a knife? knife but it may sure? It's just a knife. Okay. But even so, like, yes. <laughs> There's a reason it's a big knife and not a gun. Because I don't think you ever see the blade, guys. No. I think no, you I just mean, see you the, see handle. Like the handle. Of it. Like, yeah, no, it's it's not an axe. I don't know. Like, I'm not completely sold. The fit. Listen, you're right regardless of what the physical object is. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, uh, Hank is outside. He gets caught by Jean. He does, uh, and John and reaches into Hank's pocket and pulls out the wallet he stole of the uh, district attorney, which I guess he just held on to for some reason. Yeah, you know, yeah, just I'm... to have it. Why? Yeah, I'm not re- <laughs> we, we were saying last week, like, well, obviously he'll just slip that back into the guy's pocket. For crime reasons. But no, he just kept it, and John looks at it and is like, oh, I see, you're, a, you're an attorney, you're a, di- a prosecutor, well, you're fucked now, buddy. Yeah, uh, hey, look at that. It does say you're 325 pounds, which is clearly not true, but right. <laughs> you have the wrong hair color and eye this, color. You're a dense man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that Hawk showed up in his, like, cozy cardigan to murder this bodyguard. 
Well, you know. He's like, listen, I am going to do murders to save your lives, but I'm going to be comfortable while I do it. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> I, I also just love he's like, I knew I knew you guys were up to something. Yeah, yeah, he's like, ah, you kids, you can't keep a secret. Yeah, with him being so cool somewhat outweighs the racism going on. Yes. Yeah, totally, yes. But again, yeah, pretty sure if this was a white actor, the guy would have gotten shot and not had a knife thrown at his back. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the other heist is still going down. Uh, Maddie cannot figure out how to work the fucking secret trick bookshelf. Yeah, because, uh, to be fair, Donna didn't explain it very well at all. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah, Donna's explanation when she they just were playing said, was... There like, was a thingy on the side. There's a doohickey on the side you gotta mess with, and then it opens. And, then <laughs> I, and Maddie's like, listen, I'm not like you. I don't play Mist. I don't, I don't yeah, know how I don't this understand. shit works. Also, Mist isn't out yet, I don't think. Is it not? Uh, I thought Mist was like late 80s. No, I don't think so. I'll double check, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Mist. Mist came out in 1993. You're right. It was... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't invented puzzles like this yet. Right. <laughs> I, I, w- I would really love to just see uh, David Lynch do a Let's Play of Mist. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you wanted to see David Lynch do like a LucasArts adventure game. Also that... I someone said, and I agree with this, that w- someone needed to get RPG Maker into David Lynch's hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. All right. Let me let me revise my joke then. Uh, Maddie says, "Don, I'm not like you. I haven't played Maniac Mansion." There you go. And then she's like, "Well, if you go to the computer, you can play all of the previous game." <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Donna, I yeah, need so, to tell you about shareware. Yeah. Maddie can't figure out the bookcase in time. Harold comes back from, I presume, jacking off because he couldn't handle the situation. And Maddie, uh, remember, don't play, pay more than $20 for a video game. Never play more than $20 for a video game. Uh, and Donna <laughs> tries very poorly to distract Harold, but he's like, no, I can Wait. see there's a person snooping right through yeah, the big window. Yeah, there's definitely a person there. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really figure it out until she uh, very loudly opens the trick bookcase, but... Yeah, yeah she's like... Yeah. <laughs> How and, can I uh, move these books as loudly as possible? Right. Alright, so I'm being sneaky, so I have to make sure they hear me. Uh-huh. So, the, he sees what's going on, the camera angle swivels to a 45-degree angle for the rest yeah. of the episode. So that's how you know it's twisted. That's how you know it's twisted. And, uh... Yeah, Harold freaks out. He, like, grabs Donna and also, like, a hand rake. Seems yeah. like he's about to get uh, violent. Uh, the way... Th- we- I listened back to the last episode. Of- you literally made a joke about him carving into people's bodies. Yeah, I because I'm right always. You are. <laughs> yeah, I instantly noticed that there was, like, some stuff on, like, yeah. the rake. And I was right. like, wait. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, did he get Donna in the back while she was running towards... Like, because there's a moment where they touch, and he pushes her. Right, he kind of corners them, and he has the hand rake, and he gives some dialogue about, like, oh, you're looking for secrets? Why don't I tell you about the the biggest secret of all? Laura knew it. The knowledge of who killed you. And then, yeah, he puts the rake to his own face and drags it down. And, yeah, (laughs) 
Probably in SDTV, you don't see that he just is smearing some red paint on his face with the rake. Yeah. But in this, it's very obvious. Yeah, well, especially because before he starts dragging it down his face, he accidentally touches his face, so (laughs) it gets on him. Uh Yeah. So, yeah, this is probably something that is better not in high def. Yeah. Yeah, but... But Also, uh, it's very funny. Anyway, can't, the effect is. can't wait for James to show up and save him next episode. That'll be uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the, oh, God, that's exactly what's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, I could just write the show. <laughs> you could. You, you could be probably better. do a better job than a probably lot of the better. writers on the show right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will say, yeah, for as cheesy as the effect is, uh, the, like, Maddie and Don are selling the horror of it, like, they're especially Cheryl Lee. She's very good at being horrified. <laughs> yes, she screams so loud. She has just the like loudest, like blood curdling scream I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's anyway, where we leave this episode off. The cinema. Yeah. Some some cinema. Some cinema. In There's this. a little bit of cinema here and there, but yeah, yeah. I, I I had a great time. Uh, I I'm not even saying whether or not I had a great time. I had fun watching it. I'm just saying again, I feel like piece by piece the show has like morphed over the last five episodes, and now it is borderline unrecognizable. Sure, and that's fine. Again, like I still I, I, I think what it's turned into is still unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. You go ahead. I wouldn't say unrecognizable. Maybe if like I you know watch it like with more of like a like overall view sure i would feel different about that but yeah like this is like yeah this just seems like more of twin peaks but just not as well written some at points yeah that's fair maybe i'm overstating it it just feels very like everything feels like it is being exaggerated to a like more goofy place like the the like drama is more melodramatic the comedy is more doofy and I'm not saying that, like, like as a criticism, as just, like, a noted shift, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. And again, may- maybe that has something to do with the fact that they didn't fucking plan out the season in advance. <laughs> and we're just and making it up as they went along. I think they also just gave them too many episodes. I think they also gave I them too many episodes. I think that means episodes. you have to make a bunch of bad plots to fill in that time. Right, and, like find a lot of quotes about them complaining that oh well we the whole emotional core of the season was going to be the Audrey Cooper romance and then we couldn't do it. What do you want from us? Well, I wanted you to not do it in the first place. So Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not really going to garner a lot of sympathy for me. I also I am sympathetic to the fact that you know, like Mark Frost and David Lynch felt very strongly that like the whole point of the show was that you're not going to reveal the killer ever and they had their hand forced I also kind of get the impression that there's a degree to which they both kind of took their ball and went home when they weren't going to get their way on that. And that if they had said, okay, if we got to do that, let's figure out how to do it in the best way we can. Instead of it's like, I don't know, just fucking do whatever and we'll reveal the killer and then man, man, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm that at that point point yet, but also I don't know how the review is going. I am perhaps also thinking about how this things are going to continue to go. Because we are definitely like, I still think these are pretty decent episodes, even if I have like quibbles. Yeah. Yeah. 
Listen, Luke, we just got out of a show that we hated. <laughs> We're trying to be nice. That's fair. It's not true. If I wanted to be mean, I would just be mean. <laughs> I know. You're also, so like, different. Listen, Gravity Falls, a lot, so of fucking, a lot of fucking problems. I'm not sure Gravity Falls is anything as bad as Mr. Tajimura. That's true, but it's yeah. also still unwatchable. I'm not... That is not meant as a defense of Gravity Falls. <laughs> you guys want some questions? Yeah! Yeah. I asked people to ask us about uh, Creepy Gardeners, Daring Rescues, and Yellow Face. <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. Luckily, uh, you got no The qu- three of us are definitely going to be experts on questions about Yellow Face. We totally did not get any. <laughs> Thank Christ! Um... From Smoothie Tootie, y'all like orchids, uh, like when they're not being grown by weird dudes. I have no real opinion on orchids. I'll be honest, I have no strong opinions about flowers. Yeah, they're they're pretty, but a lot of flowers are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My mom was a florist most of my time growing up, and... Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No! Yeah, she had a, like, she dropped out of high school to start a flower shop. That's what I only knew about the flight attendant thing. Yeah, uh, so she started working as a flight attendant when I was like 10. All right. We had to move. Like, my dad got transferred to a different city. And sure. instead of opening a new shop, she was like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to run a business anymore. It's hard. That's fair. It is hard. I'll just go work for somebody. But yeah, anyway, yeah. So she's very into flowers. And I did not get any of that from her. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, from actual Fox Lexi, if you're tasked with being a creepy gardener, what one specific thing would you have growing just out of view of the entrance so that people step into the garden and go, oh, this is going to go bad, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, are we l- limiting ourselves to real plants? I would. Okay. What's that evil flower that smells like dead bodies? Oh, that's a good one. Like the one that Vile Plume's based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the big stinky like the one, the one that like blooms every like a hundred years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just reeks. Yeah. It's like a fucking, like, it's kind of like a Venus flytrap, except instead of the way it works is it just composts dead insects and shit inside of itself. Also, now, Luke, I have to know, what fictional plant were you going with? Oh, I was going to say it's sort of like a little, like, fig plant, but the figs kind of look like human faces. Like the wrinkles on them. Okay, Okay. great, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to, I was going to say black roses. Sure. That's not that's not evil. That's goth. I'm, I'm not evil. <laughs> I know. Um, the final from Crash Pants. Okay, fuck all these subplot. Let's talk about kung fu that matters. How about that Big Boss 1971? Big Boss 1971, maybe the best Bruce Lee movie. Um, I mean, you know, uh, Enter the Dragon, obviously iconic in a lot of ways, but. I really like the kind of weird uh, mafia kung fu movie of the Big Boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it it has that fight with Chuck Norris where he snapped Chuck Norris's neck. That's pretty tight. And that's pretty tight. And also yeah, during that fight, do that. yeah, yeah. Also during that fight, uh, there's just a bunch of shots of a kitten that was in like the oh. the that was on set. Oh, all right. So that's pretty good. Hard sell. Yeah. Also, he has like little like 
toothpick that he throws at people and it like impales them. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it for questions, though. All right. Cool. Luke, where can find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, uh, such as Idle on Playtest, which is uh, getting ready to launch a fun little uh, palate cleanser interlude one month long mini campaign where we're not playing Idle on Become Your Best Self. Instead, we are playing World of Assassination, a game inspired by Hitman, uh, written by Crystal. It sounds so good. It's real silly and real fun. Assassination. (laughs) Damn it, Ashley. Maxie just finished the theme song the other day. (laughs) Yeah, that was it. (laughs) Exclusive. Willy Wonka is a Hitman level. (laughs) Yeah, man. Man. (laughs) That would be a good Hitman level, though. Your target today is Veruca Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have to be your target is Willy Wonka if you have to stop him from murdering children. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, been no, murdering it, children. It, you're hired by all the chil- uh, the families of all the children that he murdered. Right. Damn, how's that happen? <laughs> one of the one of the parents is like, listen, I know what guy, but it's gonna cost us some money. Like, they always, like, especially, like, in, like, Hitman 1, there's, like, oh, yeah, like, just the family member of, like, like, the family members oh. of these people, like, hired you. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, yeah. Just imagine the scenario in which that is set up is, I guess, people who got money just know how to hire people to kill people. That's true. Um, Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at yearlybrain with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Oh, real quick, who killed Laura Palmer? What? Real quick, who killed Laura Palmer? Starting to think it might have been Harold. It wasn't Harold. Harold. It's not Harold, but I'm feeling it. Yeah, but but he's about to kill two... uh, He's about to kill the second Laura Palmer, so... Honestly, the the only thing uh, stopping it from being Harold is how could he have gotten the body into the river. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, plug your fucking Patreon. My Patreon is at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R, audioentropy.com, idmail.com, the second best game dot club. Uh, the Sleeping Dogs episode is out. You know, it's a pretty good fucking game, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Shut up, you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I played of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you go to audioentreatment.com hit the donate button in the upper right hand corner of the website give us a little money for the hosting for the website uh, thank you everybody leave us a review on iTunes only rate us five stars I don't want to hear it otherwise uh, and that's it Ashley until next time damn fine podcast damn fine podcast <laughs>